What does the future hold for Apple? It could include glasses that augment our reality and a car. We'll talk about what we could see from the company as soon as next year in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Before we jump into it, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Upgrading your device soon? Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit macworld.com slash trade in and use the code MACWORLD10, that's MACWORLD10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. That's macworld.com slash trade in and use the code MACWORLD10 for an extra 10% with declutter. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. A couple of recent reports cover Apple's progress with its next major product release, which could be augmented reality glasses. There's also mention of the Apple car that's long been rumored. Uh, it's that time of year again. It's that time of year because <laughs> we're in the later stages of fall yeah, and early winter when Apple doesn't really release anything. There's just not going to be any new Apple stuff until March. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be some spring event or release or something. And until then, it's it's time to look, you know. It's time to look at all the products that are perpetually two years away. So uh, there were reports by analyst Ming-Ching Kuo, and uh, I hesitate to call it a report by Mar- by uh, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, because he was more pontificating than actually doing yeah, it was reporting. like kind of an analysis of his previous analysis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it was his um, – it was the material for his newsletter, and he was basically pointing out – and I, th- yeah, this is true. It's worth paying attention to that when Apple enters a new product category, especially one that's going to require developer support and stuff, uh, it's they don't do that thing where they announce it and it's on shelves in two weeks. They announce it and then it can be like six months or so, yeah. <laughs> or longer, like the case of the case of the Apple Watch, before we actually are able to buy it. And and to expect that for the AR glasses and especially the car because. Lord knows the testing required and safety testing and all the other stuff required right. for a car is pretty substantial. Yeah, we, we saw that with the Apple Watch. We saw that with uh, even the iPhone at a six-month mm-hmm. lead time. So, yeah, major new products. iPad. This um, is iPad had a few months. Yeah, this is what, you know, they're, it's that kind of line they want to walk where they don't want to be scooped by you know, a developer or, or, or some, some information leaking out that, that exposes the whole thing, but they also want to give people enough time to develop what is needed for the product to be useful on launch day. Yeah. Um, sometimes they split the difference. Uh, a good example would be when they, um, the first Apple Silicon Max, you know, they announced it mm-hmm. at WWDC. They didn't announce exactly what the chip was. The chip, right? Right. They gave, but they gave, and they gave developers a developer platform that was like a Mac Mini with an iPad <laughs> Pro chip in it, right. or, and and said, "Here you go." Um, so we didn't know what the actual product would look like, 
uh, and it ended up being kind of uninteresting because while the M1 chip was great, it was it was just stuffed in the existing <laughs> MacBook Air and Mac and MacBook. But it was still like that six month delay, right? Because they got to get developers on board. So definitely with whenever they do these AR glasses, that's what we're going to see. We're going to see this gap where they're like, you know, developers need to get their hands on this. We need to start getting some apps in people's hands. There's some talk that it might be a developer product and that yeah, while people would be able to buy it, it'll be priced like the kind of like the HoloLens, Microsoft's HoloLens, which is like $3,000 mm-hmm. where the only reason you, the only reason why you would buy it is to kind of get invested in the platform and to use it and to learn it and to, you know, as the next step. Yeah. Ming-Chin Kuo had some details on what these AR glasses could have. I think the, the big news about it was that they could be using the M1 to power these glasses. That's a fancy thing, and people ran with those headlines like, oh, it's going to be as powerful as a MacBook. And like, that's just the chip that Apple's doing right now. You know, the iPhone is a, is kind of an M1. The, I, the iPad has an M1. I mean, that's just, and let's not make no mistake, it's a couple of years down the road. So, M1 in 2024. Right. It's just a chip. <laughs> well, some people are saying the AR, or at least this, this first version, this expensive Delta version stuff, could be introduced next year next year with like it's six month delay so maybe it comes out at the end of the year or maybe at the end of yeah i mean it wouldn't surprise me if the current developer versions had literally an m1 in it and then because it's that's kind of their best product in terms of power and power efficiency Mm -hmm. you know the m1 pros and maxes are too power hungry for something like glasses and it it would need that level of computing power to do what we think it's going to do. Uh, yeah, at least in this development stage. I mean, eventually what it's really going to need is like a really, really big, the, the block that does the um, neuro engine stuff, like that's going to need to be really big and the image processing part. And then the actual CPU stuff and GPU stuff can be probably much lower end compared to an M1. They're, they're going to make a chip that is more tuned to the product, I think. It's got to wear, you got to wear it on your head. There's almost only so much battery. (laughs) Like it's going to, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a MacBook Pro on your face. It's, you know. (laughs) Cole also said that they would have, it would have dual. Dual 8K displays is, well, 4K, 8K, we, we, we've heard both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What, so the idea behind this first, or at least my understanding of it, Mm. is that Apple eventually wants to create a pair of glasses that look like a pair of glasses and, do all this AR stuff, and it's not there yet. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. So what this will do is it'll be a big giant handset, kind of like the Oculus. Like it'll look like you're wearing a big giant headset, mm-hmm. but it will. When you look at it, you'll be able. It, the the cameras there'll be a bunch of cameras on it that show you what's in front of you. As like it's not going to be like you're popping a phone into an, uh, uh, a headset and you look you're playing a video game. Like you're going to see the world, and then you're going to see things overlaid on top of that. So it has to do all of that at once and it can't look like you're looking at a at a pixelated screen so the 8k displays will be basically mimicking your eyes so to speak and you'll look so when you look in you'll see people you'll see buildings you'll see everything that you see except people will look at you and you'll be wearing this big giant thing yeah. in your head <laughs> yeah it'll be a video essentially video pass through with with right with, a super uh, duper high end video pass through yeah yeah which in current 
VR headsets can do this now. The, the video quality of the video passer is just poor, but mm-hmm. but they do it now. And yeah, it'll be that kind of thing. And that's so you'll, a way to you go. If you walk around with it, it'll you'll look ridiculous, but yeah. you'll be able to see just as if you were walking around. Yeah, I think your peripheral vision will be shot, but other than that, you know, you'll right. get your Makes regular sense. stereoscopic vision with good detail and clarity. I focus is the other issue that uh, always messes up people with this sort of video pass-through version of ARs that the way your eyes focus on things differently at different distances and stuff isn't very well mimicked by digital cameras. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of problems Apple needs to solve and it sounds like they're they've been on top of this for a number of years. It'll be really interesting to see what they come up with. But all all current rumors seem to suggest that like the first version of this is going to be not for con- the mass market. Like <laughs> I think the mass market it's it's going to make so much press and news and so many waves and stuff like that, but I think it's and never and everyone's going to be trying to buy them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it it is going to be some like stupid expensive thing. Yeah, it's going to be right, super expensive. Probably the rumors are in the in the range of twenty five hundred to three thousand three thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Big, clunky, not consumer friendly, but you know, paving the way. Right. Hopefully, within you know three years, maybe, where you know the glasses that we we wear now, all three of us have glasses on. That they would just be Apple glasses. Yeah, <laughs> show us uh, certainly all bu- stuff. more bulky than you know the the plain glasses we have on now. But but of that ilk, right? Like that, like the mm-hmm. Snapchat glasses uh, or something. Right. Like, think uh, maybe a little bit bulkier than that. That's it's fine. That's fine. That opens up the ecosystem, and the, the headline-grabbing thing that that, that Ming Chi Kuo said was that within ten years, mm-hmm. Apple would like this product to replace the iPhone, right? Which seems ambitious. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of. It's not that hard to make the stupid thing, make phone calls and text messages, sure. but there's a lot of stuff about input and stuff that needs to be solved. Yeah, it's a whole different platform and. Yeah, right. It really is. It's a whole different method of interaction. Yeah. And, and even just outside of things like, well, what are my killer apps and how do things work and stuff like that? Then I think there might be some stuff lost in translation there where like this quote replaces the iPhone. I think more means like everyone has an iPhone. They don't update it very often. This is the new the new number one product. From number Apple. one product from Apple, right? Like this is the thing that everyone's paying attention to and they're Carrying it on, and and every and while everyone walks around with a three or four year old iPhone, and when you pair that with AirPods, Apple Watch, that whole wearable ecosystem makes a lot more sense because that you know, like the Apple Watch is we've talked, we've discussed this before. Like the, your interactions with that are seconds, not mm-hmm. minutes. And right. AirPods right now don't do any of that stuff. You know, music and Siri, but none of those health benefits and none of the fitness stuff and everyday stuff that the watch can do. Once those start evolving and maturing, and then you add in a, a, a glasses, which bring that AR stuff and bring the screen into it. You know, obviously your eyes have a screen in front of you. Mm-hmm. I could see that replacing the iPhone in the sense that we wouldn't need to carry around a rectangle of glass anymore. Yeah. And you, they just need to solve all the issues of like, well, yeah, right. Oh, there's a, there's, 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 a, look, there's a big, how do you look at a web page? How do you fill yeah. in forms? How do you type? How do you message? How do you do all these things? There, there'll be replacements for those things, but but how do you do the old version of those things for everybody who doesn't have AR glasses? And stuff? Yeah. I mean, the, the web stuff is obviously paramount. Like if you're sitting down and killing time, mm-hmm. 
to just like a website appear in front of your eyes and you just start scrolling. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, or just looking up information or you just need to copy something or you need to get some work done. Like it's, Re- it's reading an article and things like surprising that. the degree to which around the world a, a phone is is your main computing device and people actually get real work done on it. And like it's got to, to fill that role eventually in order to replace the phone. But the point is the reports said, hey, we're going to see these things and then they're not going to be on shelves immediately. And um, Tim Cook has talked about AR for many years. Like it's clear that it's a it's a yeah. it's a technology that he's extremely invested in. He's he's, he's and a wants it to be yeah, yeah uh, health as well. So like he's that that like that's his his uh, area of, of focus right now. Well, there have been reports that Tim Cook's been CEO for a while, and his days aren't necessarily numbered, but his tenure could be up soon. Well, he said that earlier this year, within 10 years, he doesn't expect to be CEO. Right. Right. But he also has isn't getting ready to retire. No, <laughs> right. right. It's just like 10 years is a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. You it's know? a long time. He and, hasn't and even been done CEO for 10 years yet, right? Uh, has has it, it been 10 now? I think has it been 10 years? Yeah. Been just, just 10 years? Yeah, because didn't we just celebrate the... I think so. Passing I'm sorry, sorry. Job, or not celebrate, but memorialize. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> words. We're gonna we're gonna edit that out of the podcast, everybody. <laughs> when we just memorialized Steve Jobs' uh, passing a few weeks ago, so that was what it, that was in 2011, and, and Cook became CEO just before that. So just before that, so it's been ten years. So, so yeah, he has a long way to go. But there were the reports have said that he wants to do one more major product release, landmark yes. product. Well, release. I would hope so. In ten years, geez, if they don't, Apple's yeah. in trouble. And <laughs> ten years is a long time to not introduce something. Well, I think he just meant like new. I won't be ready to retire until he makes he stamps his mark on Apple with right. one more like big hit. And he's he's got the watch. You could you yeah. could credit him with the AirPods for sure. Like yeah. under his leadership, you know, yeah. both of those things. I think. And I think he wants to do one more. Uh, and it's not going to be, done. I mean, maybe he'll be around when the car comes out, but the AR is going to come before the car. Our discussion will continue, but first a word from our sponsor. Upgrade the smart way with Declutter. Sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, or MacBook today. Get a free quote for your old device, ship it to them for free, and get paid quickly. Visit macworld.com slash trade in and use the code macworld10. That's macworld10. To get 10% extra for your trade-in. Declutter. It's smart for you, smart for the planet. Now, back to the show. The cars generously. Yeah, well, I think, five I years think AR, AR and the car are, are intertwined in a, in, a, in a way where, you know, you're, as you're driving, you're not wearing, you know, I don't think you'd be wearing a headset, but the, the screen that you're looking at, both the dashboard and the, and the windshield would incorporate all of these things that, that oh could about. could absolutely do um yeah they could they could do projection on the on the windshield yeah. type of stuff there's certain regulations about all this stuff about what you can put in front of uh the screen and and how much and the nhsta has a lot of a lot to say about what you can do in these regards right. but i just mean like in terms of just product development and how long it takes to get the product out yeah. and on shelves and stuff like that the car is a much bigger thing to do, and it seems like they're further away from it. Like twenty twenty five is their their uh, th- is their super ambitious, ridiculous release date, and it's ne- it's not going to hit twenty twenty five. There's been very little information, so to speak, about 
the car. It's yeah. always this person got fired and this person left and this person shuffled and this team <laughs> got axed. Yeah, they have a- as far as like actual information. It's all just very vague. Oh, they're working on self-driving software, and you know, and there's never any like the, the headset. We've gotten very specific rumors, right. which leads me to believe that it's whether or not along. they come to fruition, there's something there. Yeah, the car is always so abstract. <laughs> Like it's always this, like, well, well, this person left and there's this team and they're doing that. Like, there's nothing there. Right. I mean, but that Project Titan team is big and they have been poaching top talent engineers for for it um, that from the car industry uh, for years. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's clear they've been working, investing a considerable amount of time and talent and money in it for a long time now. Yeah. But they're they're still so far away from even knowing like well, what's the final design? Like right. Taking a car or even from, the the prototype design. Like we haven't even got That's what I mean. Like, like taking a car from anything. drivable prototype which is like, basically it's going to look like this, you know, with some tweaks and stuff. Yep. From taking it from that to mass production is is generously a two-year project. Yeah, and I, we've seen like car manufacturers come out with a prototype that never exceeded the light of day because they just can't produce it. Oh yeah. Really I mean, concept cool cars thing, you know, is a, is a yeah, regular thing, but even things stuff. that aren't concept cars, even things that are like, yes, we're making this and, and they, we, they can show it to you. Like an established car manufacturer will be like, here's the next Toyota Camry platform, the next big update. And then in two years it comes out right. <laughs> or whatever. And that's, and, and Apple's not even near that. And this is a big change, ambitious thing. It's completely different for them. They have no manufacturing partner lined up. They have none of this. Like, so it, the, there's no way that the car comes out before the AR headset. And the question yeah, is: yeah, Is Tim Cook still CEO when the car comes out? If yeah. it if it ever yeah. comes, it, out. it does it, it ever come out, out is also <laughs> another question we have. Yeah. yeah. And is it even something that Apple is looking to put out? Like if well, just, yeah, they're working I mean, on this technology and partnering someone. Or yeah, all the latest thing. rumors, the latest shuffle from where, where they got rid of the last leader of the team and, and that now the Apple Watch guy is in charge of the team um, is that, yeah, we've decided we're making a car and we're not just going to make software. We're making a whole car. It's going to be a thing people can buy. It's going to drive itself. It's going to be out 2025. Like, <laughs> this is entirely <laughs> huge list of impressive yeah. marks. So, German reported that uh, Apple wants this car to be a self-driving car, and he made it sound like it's basically like a living room on wheels. That's one of the potential designs yeah, they right. considered was that the seats would face the center. Concentrated kind of like around a entertainment center type, like a super large iPad type device. Yeah. and that makes a lot of sense if they're able to make a car that doesn't even have driving controls. It's it's likely that they will not be able to, even if the car is completely fully self driving. That for regulatory reasons, they will have to make a car that has some ability for the consumer to drive it with um, the necessary controls. Like there's. You have to change a considerable number of laws, and that does not move at the speed that tech wants it to. Like, for example, mirrors. This is a good example. Certain car manufacturers, uh, electric car manufacturers and stuff, have wanted to get rid of side mirrors because they're 
they create a lot of wind resistance. It's no good. Put, they want to put cameras there and put screens on the inside. Great. They're not allowed to do that. <laughs> you have to ship a car with side view mirrors. So, so, you know, some of them are looking at ways to put a, a chintzy mirror there that you just remove because you, you're the consumer's allowed to remove it after sale. Things like that, well, multiply that times every, like steering wheels have regulations, pedals, everything. Like all these things have so many regulations. You have to change all the laws for all these things in order to make a car that's a living room on wheels. That's going to operate on real streets. See, sometimes I wonder, building off that real streets comment, if this isn't just a project to shuffle people around Apple Park. Because the thing's like a, it's like a, it's like a mile in diameter. That thing. like maybe it's just their own like personal transportation <laughs> system, <laughs> and we're just reporting on it. That'll certainly happen first. Yeah, it's there's there's just so much the the speed that all the companies investing in car tech at the forefront of it, what they think they can do, and what the law is going to allow them to do are, are very far apart. Even if they are very successful in lobbying to get these laws changed, that does not move as quickly as they would probably like, and they may not get what they want. They may get they may get the law changed, but with a lot of other buts and ifs, and then you have to go back to the design drawing, drawing board and change things about your car and stuff. It's going to take a long time. 2025 is, I think, a complete pipe dream if Apple intends this thing to be fully self-driving. We've heard five years ago or three years ago that it was 2021. So yeah. Well in 2017 or something. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be self-driving at that point. It was going to be like driver assistance and stuff. And I honestly kind of think, I understand that Apple sees the value in the research of making a self-driving car. Like mm-hmm. that this is like this ultimate AI project. Right. But I, other than that, making a car is just not Apple's, it's not a great opportunity for Apple, I don't think. Like uh, the stock's going to go crazy, obviously, but but it's we'll just not the Tesla. It's just Tesla. not the stuff that they're going. Well, they started from ground zero. I'm just saying, like right. the, what what Apple does well, what they're established in, the the company that they've built and how it operates doesn't doesn't mesh well with let's build a car. <laughs> it just doesn't. That's why it could just be the technology. Then they just partner with someone and. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we always thought that's what they would do, and but apparently not. Apparently, they want to make this thing. They, you know, with a partner. Obviously, they're not going to go build a manufacturing plant for vehicles. It's not so much that they don't want to partner; it's money and it's control. <laughs> Those are the two things. And if they leave the entire car part to someone else, part of me says there's no way Apple would even want to put their name anywhere near that because it doesn't fit. Doesn't necessarily fit their 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 image of what they would want. That whoever's going to manufacture the car for them is going to manufacture their design. Their right. Way, right, it would have to be, and, yeah. and they would not accept anything else. Right, the same way that iPhones are manufactured. And- right, but would they be able to find a company willing to do that? And would they would they be willing to do that? It's the the two right. questions yeah. I have. You know, th- like the iPhone. You know, AT and T was willing to say, "All right, fine, we won't do the normal things that we do." to allow you to sell it. Verizon wouldn't do it until it became popular. Or at least that's what the rumors say. So I don't know if they can get Hyundai, BMW, Mercedes, whoever it is to give up their own control over the over the car 
to let Apple have their control over the car. It's going to be a lot of give and take there if that's what they're doing. I feel like we're going to be talking about this in 2050. We're going to be recording the <laughs> same podcast. If we're, <laughs> if we're still working on a backworld, <laughs> it's going to be just fast forward there 25 years and just replay this. Yes. <laughs> Cars are hard. They're, they're, it's, not, it's not easy. Look at, look at Tesla. I mean, they, yeah. they've had their struggles and they are a legit uh, a big manufacturer now. Now, yeah, but they, they've, they, had, they've to, had tons of struggles to yeah. get to where they are. And that's all they do. Apple has to do car plus iPad plus iPhone plus AirPods plus everything else that they make. I mean, it just seems like a lot, particularly when you look at the bugs that are in the software from like, like Mac OS Monterey. Like you can't have that in a car. <laughs> that's the other issues, safety issues. And yeah, the regulatory environment is a completely different thing for cars, as it should be. These are two ton death machines zooming around the thing you you know they kill people that's it's gonna have to be and i'm not even talking about regulatory issues with things like full self-driving i'm talking about a regular user-operated vehicle just has a massive pile of regulations that you have to meet and testing and all the uh, so much stuff i wish them luck i i'm curious to see what it is but like you said (laughs) we're gonna in in 2025, we're going to be like, damn, man, they say it's only three years out. <laughs> three years away. <laughs> it's only three years away. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 770. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thank you to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. Thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.